Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And today, you're in for a special treat, because we have the best guest that we've ever had on... Well, I'm not going to say We have another great guest, but this guy, it's his third time back, the lead man of Burial of Seas, indie movie icon, the one and only great Mick Sawyer, everybody. That yeah. was an amazing introduction. I, that's why I wish I had a soundboard because I'd have done the applause. Like, no one will ever be able to compete with that now. Like in every show, I'm like, it's that's cool, thanks, but it's not as good as Nick's. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when Greg first told me about you, he told me all the stuff you had done, and I was just like, how are you friends with this fucking guy? Like he sounds like he would have so much going on that he would. But you were like one of the most laid back, down to earth people I've ever met, man. And I, I try think that's to be, why man. we think that's why we love having you with us as much as it is because like you've seen and done so much stuff but at the same time like you you love you know talking about I, it and, i do and, like and I mean, because, us, so. well, yeah it's true because it's like you know how like you always hear those people that are like musicians or they're actors and stuff like that and they always say well but we're fans first but i actually mean it i am a fan first <laughs> like you know because like a lot of those people say like yeah fuck off i don't believe that you're just right. saying that because you're just trying to save face to look like you're such a humble person you know right. like, i could see through that shit i've met so many people but like that that have that demeanor but really it's like they don't give a shit about this it's <laughs> like yeah you know like you know how like you hear those actors that say like yeah i was a captain america fan since i was like one like what dude like how is that Bullshit! I don't believe that. Right. <laughs> like, Chris Evans had never read one. Yeah, yeah there before you go. He took well, part. well, at least he admits it. You know, like I hate those ones that'll be like, "Yeah, I've, I've been a Batman fan since I was like five years old." And we read Batman for like the Fly Choppers. <laughs> we just talked about that like two episodes ago, dude, dude. It's so funny too, because like, remember when you guys told me that, about the Tom Segura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven yeah. Seagal, and you started me and sending my, me, me some so many yes. Tom Segura or uh, Steven Seagal clips. Me and my buddy Eric do that shit with everything. Now it's like dude, I've been like cutting hair for like forty eight years. <laughs> it's one of the greatest Tom Segura jokes that he's ever done. So the reason you keep getting brought up on the podcast and keep getting featured is because you're the one, one of the ones that got me into movies. Like I was into movies before I met you, but you like took my interest to a new level. Like you opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. So, uh, my useless knowledge, <laughs> hey, it, 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 it built this whole podcast off your knowledge. Like that's, I'm just sharing it. That's amazing. Like, like, well, it's still kind of weird because in a good way, obviously not like, like, Oh, that's crazy what yeah you know like like it's right. it's you know like it's awesome to you because like i remember when you'd said that before that like war with cinema like like just the, the whole we massacre model and all that stuff was like a big inspiration i'm like god that's so that's so crazy to me like yeah. still i, I like, well, it's and, just when i see my friends doing things and like oh they got their thing going on i want to make my own thing and i love this that, guy though. wouldn't leave me alone about making a podcast when he, when he first came to me about the possibility of doing it yeah you know he told me that he was like you know these guys they're not just talking about it yeah he's like they started off with nothing and they've made at the time y'all made what like four or five movies i think so yeah yeah and i was just like that's fucking awesome dude like i would that's, love to talk to people like that that's because so cool like I, I i like i love hearing that about like how you like that just that that inspired you guys to do it because it's like the way i look at it, it's like well if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna inspire other people to like get off their ass oh that, right. that kind of sounded cool <laughs> 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 right so we, brought, so we brought you on and usually when we have or 
when we have guests on, we want them to pick a movie, and you picked American Gangster. Oh yes, great movie. You gotta always like pick from the top of the de- top of the shelf, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. why did you pick American Gangster? Because well, you just watched it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh. He totally called me out on that. It's true. Because yeah. like, his movie changes every time. He's like, "Hey, I want to be on the podcast. I want to talk about X movie." It, it was, and it's like it just was, because well, you just watched it. The last episode was supposed to be Black Mass. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> like we talked about. <laughs> it for like about five seconds that's why i didn't even we were so off topic i just put interview with mick yeah there's no movie in here. i don't yeah. even remember that that's the movie See, we were doing just for you war with cinema that's fans insane. we're actually gonna stay on topic i am determined to stay on topic. so we're gonna talk about american gangsters so why did you pick this movie i picked this movie because um it's Obviously, we've talked about it before. I'm a massive crime drama fan. Like, mm-hmm. I love that specific genre. Um, speaking of, I, I was kind of thinking about this lately, is we're each into crime dramas. All three of us are into crime dramas, but I realized we're all into it differently. Yeah. This guy is into the gangster come up. Yeah. You are into like the the straight cop, the clean cop. The yeah. cop versus the criminal. The Serpico right. type. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm into the detective descending into madness, trying to figure yeah, out figure out a crime and getting sucked into this like underground world. Yes, this underbelly of like All three of us would write stuff. the most masterpiece of a fucking movie. That's what movie. I was yeah. thinking. Like we should, yeah. do, uh, like you write the criminal, he writes the detective, and then I write the descent into madness character. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> That's be fucking amazing. chills, yo. Right? Chills. <laughs> Next one we'll do a seven. <laughs> so I think we'll all have like interesting takes on this movie because I know you, Nick, root yeah. for Frank. What's his Fra- name? Yeah, Frank, Frank Lucas. Lucas. And yeah. I know you're fucking Richie rooting Roberts. for And it's Ru- it's Russell Crowe. I mean, yeah, I was about to say it's tough not to like Russell Crowe in this movie. Yeah, definitely. He does a great job. He really is like that. That scene between him and and, and John Ortiz when they're in the back of the van. Oh, dude. And, and like he's like, what the fuck is that? And he's show, he's like pulling up like the track marks on his arm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, I just love. It was so Serpico like because he was just like, man. Like, I love it because John Ortiz is all fucked up, and he was like, "Man, you see that shit? He pulled he pulled a gun on a fucking cop. Kill or be killed, man. Yeah, just right. like you taught me. <laughs> yeah. Just like you taught me, Richie. Yeah, just like you taught me, Richie. Putting the cases together, <laughs> doing the leads, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just, all I see is a fucking junkie. Yeah, I love that too because I love the look on his face. He's right, like, you're so." Full of shit. Like I fucking know you're lying. Like it's. Did so he pull great. a gun on a cop or a piece of shit junkie who was yeah, trying to yeah. rob him? That's oh, what he says. So yeah, amazing. there you go. So, so amazing. Full transparency. You know how you asked me if I've seen this before. Yeah. I've not seen this movie before. No shit. He sat down to watch it. And he said the credits came by. And he's like, I haven't seen this. <laughs> <laughs> I said what? <laughs> so I. Uh, in my mind, I keep thinking Training Day. When people say American Gangster, my brain goes to Training well, Day. I told him that was just as good of a yeah, fucking exactly, pick. Like, exactly. Like, oh, oh my God, I would have done Like, we're, we're going to do Training Day, too. <laughs> we, could, gonna, we could touch on some Training Day. Okay, talk okay. A little sprinkle so, a little training so I started day. to put in the movie. I'm like, I've seen this before. And it starts, I'm like, I've never seen this before. I've had this movie for I don't know how long. I bought it at one time in my life. And it never is a long movie. That's so funny because. And like, I have the director's that, cut. When you made that post, I'm like. Oh shit! Okay, well, Greg's on top of it. Like you know, he already has it, so he was obviously a fan have the director's cut and everything. Yeah, even we better. all do. Yeah, <laughs> we exactly. all do. I just got it on 4K <laughs> last week. So this is my first time watching this movie and blown away about how amazing it is. Like it's definitely uh, quintessential, like gangster. It, 
It really is because touches um, all bases. Yes, and and it, at once again, like I love when Ridley Scott does crime dramas. I don't feel like he does enough of them. Yeah. I was just like, about to say all star cast, oh all star production. Yeah, even Norman all Reedus the way pops down, up. Man. Oh no, right, I saw him. Uh, Fucking Norman dude. Reedus, like Norman Reedus. Um, I I like you know my my Terminator Two <laughs> fandom. Joe Morton, the one that plays Dyson, pops yeah. up mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And it's like Cuba Gooden Jr. Like playing Nikki Barnes, yeah, man. Idris Alba, like, dude. like, dude, like the. the I know. Cast. I was I was super surprised about that because Idris Elba is like a newer. I feel yeah. like he's a newer star, but this movie is old. Yeah, even the old, seven, even the old guy. I forget his name that plays Bumpy Johnson. Like even he's oh, been in a bunch Clarence of great movies. Oh, fucking Clarence Williams III, which, so which is weird because like I'm like. Wow, I would have never thought I would have saw Clarence Williams the third in a Ridley Scott movie. I'm so glad I don't have to have IMDb. You guys See? just know these people. Exactly. Like, this exactly. is my. This is the where I put. Alt. <laughs> they even found a way to put Ti in there, and he didn't ruin the movie. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, everyone honestly, brought their egg. I was happy that he got shot, though. But anyway, but <laughs> it's like they. It's like they knew shit was going to be special. Right. Yeah, like they just knew this movie oh, was gonna it, be it. Well, because like, it's based on a true story. Like, see, that's uh, see, that's the thing. I don't like to jump into it, but like, no, we got to dive into it. Like, some of the things about Frank Lucas that they portray in this movie, like it was it's all not, true. It's not but fully he, historically accurate. Exactly. He mm. was like they say. Nikki Barnes was more like this character than mm. Frank Lucas was, right. only because Nikki Barnes did time in prison with mafia family members. So yeah. he took the idea of structuring his drug empire after a mafia family. Yeah. You insulate yourself from the street guys. Mm-hmm. You're making all the money. It's just like a pyramid. It goes up and you have deniability at the end of the day because you and the drugs are never in the same place. Right. That's so, amazing. Like, 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 well, yeah, it's, well, like that's the, what it's, I, it's like the same. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. Like, no, I was interrupting just, you. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's like Richie Roberts. Richie Roberts historically did not have kids at the time. There mm-hmm. was no custody battle. They just threw that in right. there. Just, it just made to, a way to put the lawyer shit out there. Yeah, but like almost everything else is pretty much accurate, but he's a really interesting character. Right. Well, that's what like, I was going to say, because I did watch a Netflix documentary on the character, and it seems like they got very historically correct. It was like, very Even close, the cops yeah. were like, couldn't yeah. be bought kind of thing. Oh, and yeah. also Richie Roberts wasn't the lead detective on the case. Oh, like right. They took some liberties on that, yeah. but they based the whole squad off of like this one character, or yeah. based yeah. this one character off the whole squad. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I watched the making of it, um, a few days ago. Oh, and I just, just so I don't forget because, and it, it is connected to this, to this film, but, Unhinged and Joyride. Unhinged is the the new Russell Crowe movie that came out last year, where he's the the guy that has road rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer. Amazing, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Somebody didn't tell me so it was good. good. It's so good. So, um, and then it reminded me of Joyride with Paul Walker and Steve Zahn. It's an underrated and, and movie. It so is, it is right. Like, I love that film. And uh, the the cool thing about it is is Ted Levine. That uh, is the voice of Rusty Nail is also the police his chief. police chief yeah. and Russell Crowe's uh, and, and, and American Gangster. It's also and, Buffalo Bill. Yep, yeah, Buffalo Bill, which 
it's interesting because I think Ted Levine has a history of guilt playing that character because he plays a cop, a cop in everything. everything. <laughs> I've thought that too, man. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Like, and 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 like it's like yeah, I, I gotta make this. I gotta make up. I gotta for make playing up that for... character. Like I gotta play a, a cop in. Because he was creepy as shit. Yeah, he was. I like, watched I, that movie yesterday. It still creeped me out just as much as when I was twelve and saw it for the oh first time. Oh my god! Yeah, and it and puts th- the lotion on its skin. Yeah. Like, and, and and then um he and then Russell Crowe was in Unhinged, and it's cool because there's a little Easter egg for Joyride in it. Um, where, because you know how he says like candy cane on the the CB radio and stuff candy like cane. that, candy cane, you know, like and uh, there's some scissors in there that are candy cane colored scissors in the movie, so I thought that was cool. Anyway, so back to American Gangster, but like, I just had to bring that up so I wouldn't forget. Um, but yeah, like it's it's one of my probably I would go far enough to say it's like in my top five favorite Ridley Scott films. Yeah. It's just so good, man. Like, I always get him and Tony Scott mixed up, like their movies and stuff. Yeah. Tony's got some hits. I love too, Tony though. Scott too though. Like oh, yeah. I I'm a big, big Tony Scott fan. Like I was like I was dying inside because one of the last episodes I was listening to, like you're asking, like, who did Heat again? I'm like, It's Michael Mann. It's Michael Mann. <laughs> like I, I know we I'm fucking terrible with names and it pisses me off I was, like I, that. Yeah. I, I, I was like I was Scott like too, I was though. like, Oh my god, I'm going to make sure that Greg never forgets that <laughs> because yeah. like I was like, cause, cause like you guys are Scorsese. I'm Michael Mann. Like, yeah, yeah, all day yeah. long. Like he, like Heat, Manhunter, uh, Public though. Enemies. Like I love just about everything Michael Mann's done. Right. Like, but um, but which Ted Levine was also in Heat, also. But like, um, but I mean, you can understand the mix up. The, oh everyone's yeah, everyone's doing so many gangster movies. It's hard to. Well, you ever notice though? Michael Mann actually kind of focuses more on the law enforcement side of it. And, and that's Mark why you Scorsese. love him so yeah, much. Yeah, and 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 uh Scorsese. Scorsese focuses more on the crime syndicate and, right. you know, uh aspect of it. Cuz everybody wants to root for a bad guy. Bro. Yeah, yeah. See, I think the difference between me and you is you like clean cops. Yeah. I think I like dirty cops. I do like dirty cops too. Oh though. yeah. I do. It's it's just the right on, dirty cops. Yeah, 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 that like like Tom Ludlow from Strict Kings. Like I loved his character, because even though what he was doing was good, but he was so dirty at the same time. Kurt Russell that. in Dark Blue. Yes, that's a that's good enough. dirty. You know, I haven't watched that. First. I haven't watched that yet. So, oh, it's no so spoilers. Great. I'm not going to say shit. I'm gonna David Ayer writes it. He oh, wrote yeah? that film. Oh, like, nice. So it's you no, know like, I love David Ayer. Boy. It, it, oh yeah, same here, same here. Like, like, and and also because I feel like they all could exist in the same universe. Yeah. Like, Elden Perry, Alonzo. That would be cool. Like could Tom you Lando. imagine if there was like a crime movie that kind of like touched on these characters every I once in a while? Like they have so like small cameos. I would be so happy if David Ayer did <laughs> It'd be that. Hard. Like, hey, they're doing multiverses on everything. Why the fuck not? At this right. Point, we need right? the crime drama yeah, yeah, multiverse. Give, give, yeah, give us the crime drama multiverse. Like David Ayer connects like. Jim Luther from Harsh Times, right. Eldon Perry from Dark Blue, Alonso so, from Training Day. I'm so glad you, you gave know? me Harsh Times so I could give oh, it to Nick because he loved Harsh it's Times. so good, man. Dude, like, what if old boy from Harsh Times, not Christian Bale, the, the other guy, what if he lives and he becomes fucking um, the dude from Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> dude. 
How well, awesome how will we connect be? it with Fury too? Like, is they're gonna have like some kind of uh, descendant that fought in that war or whatever? Like, with yeah, you can have characters? Shia LaBeouf. That's his great grandpa or yeah, something like that. Can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harsh. See, this is this. I also don't bathe. <laughs> this is. <laughs> See, this is monumental. Like. We're giving we're giving David Ayer ideas. Maybe yeah. I'll start like tying all your like gangster movies together. That would be so great. So uh, so American Gangster. Um, this was my first time watching it. I was just blown away. It's such a big movie, dude. Right, like, it really is. And when it's so I went good and saw it, I watched the uh, director's cut, and I did not pause. I did not pick up my phone. I I was hooked into this movie because yes. it's so good. You it really is. feel like you're watching this man's life. Yes, you 100%. do. You do. Yeah. Like I mean, and also it's just like. Um, so what is this movie about? Like I'll let you break it down, Mick. Because this is your pick. Wow, this is crazy. Okay, uh, so in a nutshell, it is about. Um, Frank Lucas building his empire and um, on heroin after Bumpy Jones dies in the beginning of the movie and yeah, he then, has heart fail yeah, heart complications I love that scene store. though oh, it's heart so disease great. yeah heart disease like why are you yelling Frank there's nobody here and yeah. then he just fucking falls over that's dead that's so man. great like um, <sighs> but basically and what a great opening scene too mm-hmm. but like um, and and then you see the other character, Richie Roberts, Russell Crowe's character, that is also a a, a, a narcotics. I, I think he's basically a narcotics cop, uh, but also trying to be a lawyer or a prosecutor at the same time. And uh, basically, they end up intertwining, obviously. And Russell Crowe is basically trying to bust Frank Lucas through the whole movie and just like one of the things that I loved <laughs> is uh is Russell Crowe's character is they play him as a straight cop like they find almost a million dollars and he turns it all in yeah and <sighs> even his partner is like if you turn this in you're basically putting a target on our back for the rest of the cops because yeah. every like, cop us. was on the take back yep, then exactly right. especially in New York it, it like, was, it either was... the mob paid you or drug dealers paid you right. nobody they, was they, honest they had an interview with Richie Roberts though he said that yeah that's true but it was exaggerated for the wasn't film. I mean million, exaggerated yeah. for the film but it gets the point across yeah. so heavily like we are this straight that we're not going to even take a million dollars we're not going to so I like that they added that in the movie and not only on top of that, his partner, who I don't know that character or that actor. Rather. Oh, John, uh, John Ortiz. See, that's why I need you He's here. He's a great actor, too. Like, I don't need IMDb. I just need a mix. I know. I told you. I'll be your Jamie. <laughs> he's a great actor. No. Oh, it, he was amazing, but apparent, but he's a junkie in the movie. Yeah. And he, like, it shows Russell Crowe won't even stand up for his fucking partner. He's like, I'm going to write the report. Yeah. Like, you're not getting away with this. And that was just so heavy to show how straight he is as a cop. Well, and I also love when uh, they turn the money in and uh, he... Like, <laughs> Why are you counting out in the open? Everyone can fucking see you. <laughs> <laughs> I also love, like, when they... But when they walk out of the precinct and Russell Crowe just gives him that glare, like, you fucking asshole. Like, you just, you didn't even stand up for me nothing. You didn't back me up. That's what partners right. are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I just love it because he's like, what? What? <laughs> but yeah, like um it's so it's so good because uh you love seeing how you see both characters and you see how their everyday normal life is. But I have to go I have to jump to this, but when like he's he's fucking his lawyer and and like she's like fuck me like a cop, Richie, don't fuck me like a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> All I could think about was the mess they were going to have to clean up afterwards. 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, God, just so who's gonna clean all that up? <laughs> I love like after he's like uh he tries to get his kid and his old lady doesn't let him have him or his ex wife. Yeah. And those kids Carla are just Giacchino. breaking him and he pulls his fucking gun up, pick up the fucking bottle. Oh, I love that. He was like, I fucking told you to stop fucking breaking the bottles. Now I'm gonna have to fucking kill you. It's <laughs> so great. It was a good scene. She's like, I see, up. you're never gonna change. You think because yeah. you're a good per you think because you're a good cop, you're not going to hell. Yeah. Oh, that was a really so powerful great. scene. Because it, yeah. it is like, you know, he thought because he was doing the right thing in the eyes of the law that it absolved him of being a shitty husband right. and an absentee father, and that's not the case. Like yeah, you can be he, the greatest cop in the world and still be a piece of shit person. Exactly. And, you, and it was great too, because you saw um, like, like, and Russell Crowe played that scene so well because you saw the look on his face, like he was he knew what he was doing to her. She's right. Yep, she's right. That like, was a very uh, eye-opening moment for him as yeah. a character. Take the kid, go to Reno. I'll see him when I can. Yeah, because like he knew, like this, I can't do anything for this kid. Yeah, he's like, exactly. I'm doing all this for myself. He's like, I just want to be a lawyer. Like, I don't even care about if whether I get this kid or not. Like, yeah, exactly. And I think he realized, like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do shit for you, kid. Like, yeah, right. But on the spin, off. like Frank. Goes to what is it, Columbia? Yeah, to get, the, like the, he he's cutting out the middleman. He's going straight to the source. Yep. And this is where you like Nick. And this is you. You usually really care for these characters. So like, anytime I watch a movie, documentary, anything about somebody that comes from nothing and then they end to be a millionaire, billionaire, sometimes. Right. Pablo Escobar. Did he do terrible, horrible things? Yes. Of course, yeah. Hundred percent. You have to to get to that spot. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, for, to take somebody with nothing and to get that far in life with nothing but the you know grit and willing to do whatever it takes to get there. Right. I don't know. I just respect it a little oh, bit. Yeah. Like even I if I wouldn't do that shit myself, you know, yeah. I still respect it. But I was watching the uh, documentary on the real like Frank, and he's like, I just wanted to be the the baddest guy in. Where were they in New York? New York, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just wanted—I wanted to be the baddest, baddest man in New York. Can 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 we also bring up though how great Josh Brolin is oh, in that dude. film as the the corrupt uh, police detective? Oh yeah. In it? Oh my god! Like I, I always laugh though when he pulls him over on his wedding day. And like, cause they, I think he just got done blowing up his car or something like, oh no, no, no. He blew up his car later. And he was like, I love that car. And he was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the turkey out front of his house too. That's it's what's even so better. Great. Gobble, gobble. And then boom. <laughs> yeah. No, because before all that, Russell Crowe was like, nice car. Like, no, he, uh, he pulls him over. That's when he, when he gets, when him and Huey get pulled over and they got the key in the back. That's right. Yeah. That's when he yeah. says, where's the, where's the Mustang? Yeah. Mustang's yeah. gone, Frank. I like that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that car. Yeah. He's like, I know. <laughs> it's so great. I don't know. Maybe that, you didn't get the message. You wanted to be your house next time. Like even <laughs> still, he knows he's got him and he still doesn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> right. I'm assuming that's an elaborated character. Like at that, I don't think that really, I don't know. Do y'all know if that's like a real character based in real life? Oh, no, I, I do not know. know about yeah, that. I don't either, actually. Like, yeah. I, I just, I'm assuming it was like one of hundreds yeah, because probably. when he testified, like, a bunch like of shitty corrupt cops. I think they said period. it was uh, two thirds of certain departments in the NYPD were yeah. like all went to prison. I do love, though, when. Um, when when uh, Richie's character goes to New York and he goes, 
Next time you fucking come here, you fucking call me first. I don't give a fuck if you want to go to a fucking uh, hot dog stand. Yeah, yeah, a hot dog stand or what was it like a, a Broadway show? Yeah. You fucking call me first. Yeah. You know, it's so great. Yeah, because the last time I was bills. in Jersey, never. <laughs> yeah, <I love> <laughs> so disrespectful, bro. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Like he was so great, though. Like I think that was the movie that, like, between that and No Country for Old Men, I think that was like officially what made me a bona fide Josh Brolin fan. I was He's like, so great. He, he really, really is. is a good actor. Uh, so uh, good in it. Like, and he plays him. those roles so good. Oh, too. yeah. So, so good. Like, I always said that, like, if they ever did a remake of Black Rain, Josh Brolin should play Michael Douglas's character, like, all day long. <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> Which is my favorite Ridley Scott movie, by the way. Like, oh, okay. So, like, and that's what I mean, like, I feel like Ridley Scott should do way more crime dramas because he's 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 like ridiculously good at making them. Yeah, I think true. for somebody like him, especially if you look at the overall scope of like all of his movies. Yeah, I think to him, it's kind of like low hanging fruit. Like yeah. he knows he can do it well. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't like there's no challenge always, in it for him. He, he like but. and it's interesting, though, with Ridley Scott, because he goes all over the place. Like he'll go from like historical stuff or science yeah. fiction to crime drama. It just shows his talent and his range. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, and it's just like that's it's probably in my top five Ridley Scott films of all time. Like, Mm -hmm. American Gangsters is so good. Like, I love, um, and and it's got really good character development, too. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, you get invested with everybody, even the side characters. You really do, like, Like, even his mother. You're like, oh, this poor woman. I love that scene, though, when um, Frank Lucas goes and calls out Cuba Gooden Jr.'s. Uh, character and the, oh when he's uh, when he's stepping on his shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and he was Pepsi. like I don't give a sh- I don't care if you call that shit blue dog shit just don't call it that and, you, and then like don't call it blue like, magic. I call it red yeah, magic don't call it blue magic like, I call it red magic dude yeah, don't even I sound don't give as good a shit <laughs> it's so great Coca Cola that's a brand yeah oh man you diluted like, my brand by I love that shit. like I, and I love how he goes um. Because Idris Elba is such a douchebag in the movie. Yeah, he's he so is. He treats him like a, a servant. Yeah, and he was like, That's because very he uh, good. what he does is he uh, he puts his table his glass down on the table without a coaster. Yeah, and he puts the coaster there. Yeah. Right, he wipes he it, wipes it the with coaster. a handkerchief. Then and he's like, the oh, after that, you want to go uh, clean my car? Yeah, I yeah, forgot he, or something like. Go give me a light, Frank. Yeah, he was like, uh, he goes, um, he goes. That's very good. He was like, oh, hey, uh, Frank, uh, you get me a light. Appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> like such a douchebag. And then later in the 20%, movie, twenty percent, twenty percent. I love that. Yeah, like twenty percent, my man, dude. And it was such a good way because it did two things that I don't know if I mean I'm sure y'all picked up on it, but one, it showed every, the entire neighborhood that now nah, it's my time. Yeah. And two, it showed all of his brothers that even though we're family. This shit is business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll blow your fucking head off in the middle of God in front of everybody just to prove a point. Yeah. So said, what the fuck do you think I would do to y'all? Exactly. Yeah. He said he sits back down and goes to eating breakfast like nothing <laughs> yeah. fucking happened, bro. It's so great. It's one of my favorite scenes in Same all here. movies. Like, and then he puts the fucking jar with the sugar, puts the sugar jar down and puts a 20 out of his pocket. Yeah. In the fucking jar. So 20%. Great. 20%. And then goes and sits back down. And he's like, what was I saying? Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I, I love how they're all looking at him like... Like, you didn't just fucking do that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> and then later in the movie, he's like, you're going to shoot me in front of all these people? Yeah. Yeah, I am. What you going to do, Frank? You going to shoot me in front of all... Boom! We need to be getting out, dude. Right? 
It's so great. Like, and, and I, oh man, what was it? Like, um, another one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when, um, when Richie's uh, assembling his crew. Mm-hmm. And, um, was it, uh, 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 oh, fuck. I thought I had the name. It's like something Z. The Rizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rizza's in this fucking movie. That's right. That is Rizza. Fuck. I was blown away. I I was like, it's fucking Rizza. uh, First of all, I don't think that ever gets brought up enough is how great of an actor slash movie. Like, he writes movies, directs them, all that shit. Rizza is the most talented motherfucker ever. That's why they did The Man with the Iron Fist. That's how he got Russell Crowe, because they worked on American Gangster together. Baptista, too. Yeah, that's Um, right. Not that he was in this, but he's in a bunch of stuff with RZA because of that movie, and uh, it's not a great movie, I feel like. But I mean, for like a martial arts, oh, it's just fun. it's different, like yeah. you know. And I thought Russell Crowe did a cool job. Well, it's in like it, the uh, the, the uh, uh, samurai movie that we watched on the podcast. Oh yeah, um, uh, the last I, samurai I before Whitaker. To... Oh yeah, Ghost, Ghost Dog. Dog. I yeah. still haven't Ghost seen Dog. that yet. It's ha- like it has a fan base. Like I'm not the fan base for it, but it's a good Jim movie. Like I mean, it has its fan base. Yeah, because it's the same guy that did Dead Man with Johnny Depp. Uh, like he's done a lot of. He did that that re- that latest movie, The Dead Don't Die. That's mm-hmm. the most latest movie he's done. But like he's got, he's one of those. I don't know if you want to call him an indie darling or something like that, but right. he always has these big, massive ensemble casts in all of his movies. Mm-hmm. Like, because like Dead Man had like Johnny Depp, fucking Gabriel. You know, Byrne. I've never seen that. It's 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 interesting. I just I, I don't know. mean that in a uh, negative like, negative sarcasm because I know a lot of people say like mm, it's okay, interesting. <laughs> like, I still you know, love, it really means like oh, that shit sucked. I still love the <laughs> like, way he would do his gun. Like, cause he would do it like a fucking samurai sword. Oh yeah, yeah. Before he'd put it up, I That's just so always cool. love that part. Lame. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, like he's assembling his crew, and I love it. like John Hawks is telling him like you know uh, he's like look this he's a real stand up guy and he loves. He loves big asses. <laughs> can't, can't get enough of it. Yeah, he's like can't get enough of it. But look, if you're gonna take me, you take them too. We're and a group. It's, it's yeah. so good. Like. And that scene when they're about to bust into that 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 building with the heroin, like that's such oh the a lab, great, yeah, yeah, such a great scene. Like, Come on, baby, it's Boogaloo, baby, yeah, I need a hit. Fucking junkie, yeah. You so know, uh, there was this one point in that movie whenever they were uh, in the heroin house, and yeah. they're like, "Why are they all naked? So they don't steal?" I was yeah. like, "That makes so much sense." Yeah, now it makes yeah. so much sense. And well, all these because other what's wrong with you, boy? You ain't seen Coochie before. Well, see, that's the thing that's so crazy about it is because he was innovative with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a lot of dudes wouldn't trust, and that's how they would get. You know, people would be robbing them well, blind. The thing is, is you've seen that so much in the movie, like girls right. that are cutting drugs, like they're always naked, but mm-hmm. it's it's like a trope. That you see in all this gangster movie, but nothing's really explained. You think you're just doing yeah. it for sex sales, but it's actually a purpose behind it. Yeah, yeah. so they don't steal. <laughs> Fucking obviously. Right. I don't know why yeah. I didn't pick up on that before. The only thing that ever bugged me about the whole <laughs> yeah, raid scene is the dude, like, you've been guarding that door for a decade. Yeah. And you didn't remember that it's fucking solid steel and that oh, shooting yeah. a fucking shotgun pellet into it was going to do nothing but blind the fuck out of you. laugh, though, when it fucking flies up in his head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what did you think was going to happen, you fucking idiot? Like, I don't know. It's so fucking funny to be like, oh, God, that's so great. 
And I still just don't feel like Russell Crowe's chasing down a guy that knows that project's like the back of his hand. Yeah. He yeah. chases him through two buildings, 17 flights, uh, you know, and then tackles him out of nowhere, bro. I'm like, yeah. all right, okay, I get it, the movie and all. But like, <laughs> if this guy knows that neighborhood like he does, he's never finding well, him. One but, of my, like, another great scene, and I know we're jumping around, but we're staying on topic at least. That's yeah, we're counts. talking about the same movie. <laughs> but, but, like, <laughs> but like um, when he's uh, interviewing Richie in the interrogation room, uh, no, when Richie's interrogating Frank, and I love when he says, uh, he smacks the coffee and he goes, he was like, I don't give a fuck about no cop. I didn't give a fuck about cop then. I don't give a fuck about cop now. And he was like, hey, Frank, get in line. That stretches around the block too. He's like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so great. And he was like, uh, and and like it don't just, mean nothing for me to, for you to show up tomorrow with your head blown off. Yeah, exactly. And I love it because like you see the look on Frank though. He's like, man, he really doesn't give a fuck. Like he's still, I met he's my still, match. Like, yeah, exactly. Like he still he still wants to get this information. Because I think at the end, even when he got arrested and they shut down all the Harlem Boulevard to get yeah. him, yeah, that's a fucking crazy good scene too. Oh, Christmas, he's coming out with his mother. Yeah, and they're like, Miss Lucas, could you step back inside? Because oh, we're going to yeah, arrest yeah. the fuck out of your son and husband out <laughs> yeah. here. We it's, brought the whole force. Whoever's not busting in his drug operation is here. Oh, right they arrested now. his mom and dad, like, in real life. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, everybody crazy. that had yeah. anything to do with it. Um, but that is true about them, like, killing his fucking dog. Yeah. Like, when they oh, raided really? his house, they did rob him blind. Oh. He said he had, like, a real deal, like, over a million dollars in his house, and they took that shit. And that's why that's what forced him paying for it yeah. later on. That's, like. He ended up testifying against all of them. Well, and, and yeah, because um, uh, Josh Brolin's character killed himself because he knew he was fucked. Yeah, like, he was going to prison for life. Yep. Like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Because he's been he was bribed. So. Yeah. Well, then you find out like this little parts through the movie that the that the coke that the mob is giving to Frank at the beginning of the movie they're fronting him. Yeah. Is the cops busting people, taking it out of evidence, yeah. cutting it down to nothing. Oh, and then man. fucking selling it back to them for double the profit. It was yeah, just like crazy. Like are you see in the beginning of the movie when they're they're introducing Josh Brolin's character and it's uh the guy John Polito is like the Italian guy that uh he was also he was in, in the Sopranos. Crow. Yeah, he was in the Sopranos, he was in the Crow, he played Gideon, the mm. dickhead pawn shop guy in the Crow. <laughs> um he was uh uh, like, but I remember he grabs the bag. He's like, "I got a, I, I got a present for you," and he just throws it to him on the side or whatever. Um, but when they're introducing uh, his character, they're they're showing you like uh, how his whole unit mm-hmm. is basically just like you thugs. Know, yeah, thugs basically. Thugs yeah. and suits. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, and it's just like, oh my god! Like, I, I always think to myself, I'm like. If you, you know, I used to say this, like, because just, just based off of how great Josh Brolin was in that role, I was like, if you were ever to do an Escape from New York remake, which I don't want to see, but if you did, <laughs> cast Josh Brolin as Snake Plissken, because he's got that voice, mm-hmm. you know, where, like, just the way he talks, like, hey, Frank. That's why I always loved him in Sid City, too. Yeah. I yeah, he was great in that movie. Amazing, amazing. And he's playing Clive Owen's character. That's what a lot of people I don't think realize. Oh either. shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's playing Clive Owen's character. Wow, from I the first one. I didn't know that at all. That's why when he goes and has like the uh, plastic surgery and shit. Yeah, 
If you look at him, he looks like a like a like a knockoff Clive Owen from the first one. Oh shit! I gotta watch the second one. I have not yeah. seen it. I, I knew Josh Brolin was in it, and I saw clips of him. Like that was kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to see it. Because like, I mean, I love the first Sin City, but I'm like, oh shit, Josh Brolin's in it. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't have the interest because a lot of those sequels don't live up to the same yeah. hype as the first one. Yeah, well, it was also one of those again. Mickey once Rourke again, stole the first one. Yeah, in my opinion. It, like, well, it was also well, when you think of Sin City, you think of him. Well, Bruce Willis did a good job too. No, oh yeah, it's Hardigan. I like, loved like, him as Hardigan, man. It's 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 also that's one what of made those me things. that's what made me believe like okay he still cares about acting a little bit. Oh yeah, right? you know yeah. what I mean. Like he didn't phone that one <laughs> in. Right. No, not at all. Robert like, Rodriguez, I'll cut your ass off this movie so fast. If you I give always me laugh about the scene where it has Rudger Hauer in it and he's revealing to, to oh, yeah. Mickey Rourke's character who is like and I always laugh. Me and my buddy Andrew used to repeat this line all the time. Everybody's like, he goes. Though they were all whores. So we ate them and I joined in. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. But anyway, back to American Gangster. <laughs> Little rabbit hole there. <laughs> like uh but yeah, like um but between that and I, I can't ever pronounce his name. He plays Frank's dumb brother that like where he's calling him out Huey. about like yeah Huey yeah. like it's like chill till chit I don't even know why I'm looking at you like you would fucking know I, was gonna say, yeah. I, don't know. Like, I can't say his fucking figure name, it out he's a- <laughs> he played in Doctor Strange yes though, he's he's a great actor I like he is him a, a very lot. Uh, different name mm. like he was um oh I think he was in um. I can't remember. There was another movie. I he saw played the bad in. guy in Four Brothers too. Yes, Victor he, Sweet. There's another movie where he played a cop, and he was tracking him down. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Like, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, uh, but yeah, he's like, been in a bunch of stuff though. He was really, he was really good in it too. Like, it's just the, common. And I don't even like Common's music. Yeah. I, He's great in this movie, I, though. I do like Common as an actor. Yeah, lot. he is a great actor. I, I will like, say that. Like, um, I loved him in Smoking Aces. Oh, my God. Yeah, I loved him in um, Street Kings, too. Yeah, he's getting he, that. He's great in Street Kings. Uh, and he was oh, uh, run all night. Dude, I was just dude, about to say that, bro. so good in that. I like, just bought that on Blu-ray like two weeks ago. Great fucking movie. <laughs> you were with I don't me. think I've ever seen that. Oh, it's so good. It's a, like, that's, it's a Liam Neeson cheese it, fest. It, it, but it, it's, it's, it's good, But it's though. so good. Like I actually would say that's like one out of all the newer action movies that Liam Neeson's done. It's probably the last good one, I thought. really yeah. good. Like. Really, really good. Like it's got Ed Harris in it, and I fucking love Ed Harris. Plays a fucking Irish mob boss, yeah. which is always it's, fun. It's almost kind of like um, I feel like that they were like, oh, let's cast Ed Harris in this because State of Grace and dude, and, you know nobody talks about that movie. No, man. they don't. Like, and you know who else is great in that fucking movie? Fucking Gary Oldman. Fucking Gary Oldman, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Can now always count the on me. Fucking original scene stealer. Right fucking there. a, dude. I love I was that movie. Say, you can always count on Gary Oldman it's, to bring you the a. Well, it's like book of Eli, you know, with Denzel Washington. It's like, you now normally it's like, you can't fucking out act Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, you can. We got fucking, we got Gary Oldman. In you know what's funny? Shit. That got spoiled for me, so I never watched it. Oh, it's so good, though. It's worth it, it just for the performances alone. Like, Gary Oldman is the place. Great kills, too. And he's like, go ahead and get yourself some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just got spoiled, and I was just like, I don't feel need the need to watch it now. I yeah. love, I love so Cheddar Bob, it. Cheddar Bob, fucking with him about the cat. Oh yeah, hey man, that cat's been coming here for three years. 
That cat was like family to me. I don't even know you. <laughs> I didn't shoot the I didn't shoot the cat. I might have moved him a little bit. I didn't I didn't I didn't <laughs> Oh yeah. And he's like I think he did mean to, and then he ends up killing him like immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, and I love. It's a great uh, scene, though. Ray Stevenson was in that too. Oh like, yeah, he plays a real piece of shit now. Ever like, like, dude. I mean, I, nobody as far will agree. As looks go. I mean, thank you. It's thank hard you. To, to. It's hard to like deny that. You know, like you look at him like. Barenthal obviously is the best actor. Side comparison, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also like I was about to say, and you know, you look at the original Bradstreet, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Tim Bradstreet actually did do the art for the Punisher Warzone movie too. But it's yeah. like you look at the Bradstreet art from the Max stuff, and it's like, dude, it's fucking Ray Stevenson. That is Ray Stevenson. I agree. All day long. I agree. As far as looks go, Ray Stevenson is by far the closest. Uh, Acting wise, John Barenthal. It's not even close. You know, it, I feel it, like, like I was but, actually uh, watching an episode of the Josta Show, and they had a guy on there that was like a big Punisher fan. Mm-hmm. And he, you want to talk? You thought I was anal retentive about every live action Punisher? This guy's way worse than me. I didn't <laughs> think that was possible. He was just like, I love the Dolph Lundgren. Like, yeah, no, he didn't even say that. He was like, none of them got the Punisher right. Like. Dolph Lundgren, Thomas Jane, Ray Stevenson, John Berthold. I don't like any of them. Is like, I like, I feel like because he was like stuck on the the Mike Zack run from the eighties, mm. and that was his Punisher. Yeah, you you know, it's like, hello, what about Marvel Max Warzone? You know, it's not like he did just one fucking Punisher comic. You yeah, know? right. Like, yeah. And he's just like, no, it's like if it's not the Mike Zack run, I don't care. Yeah, if it's not that <laughs> I guess everyone portrayal has their thing. of the Punisher, I'm like. I'm a little bit more reasonable than that, you know? <laughs> yeah, because you got me on the Punisher Max, and those yeah. are the ones I like. like. Yeah. It's so funny, though, that they made that movie Punisher Warzone because I think it's exactly the war- the Punisher in my head. Yeah. Or it's from the Warzone run. I, I, I mean, it's like I said, the only thing that I would have ever had uh, my biggest gripe about is like they, they cram too many villains in the same movie. And they shouldn't, even though it worked great for Sin City, but they shouldn't have gave it the Sin City approach. And I mean that from, like, if you wanted the movie to be more successful, you shouldn't have given it that Sin City vibe. You know what I mean? Where it's the -the over-the-top action and, like... The gore was just, like, crazy. Like, when he does the drop kick off the fucking rafters. Or he does the the hanging upside-down shooting in circles. Like, it's very comic bookish. It's very comic comic bookish, and it's very Sin City. I love the old boy that played Jigsaw, though. Oh, yeah, Dominic West. Yeah, he's like, like, do I fucking do your hair for you? Yeah, you know, like it's <laughs> Billy the Butte. Yeah, yeah, Billy the Butte. I'm topper. It's yeah. about time I took over, anyways. Oh God, I love it. He was like, "What's going on, old man?" <laughs> He's just so <laughs> indignant. My illogical will touch that shit. I know it makes me laugh. So I'm like, "What's up to the people in the Queens?" <laughs> I'm so to the talheads of Queens. Some biological package. <laughs> I know he ripped off the Joker in 89 Batman, but it was so great. Yeah. Old Jack American Napier. gangster. <laughs> how, uh, how, how, like, how many minutes in have like, and, and, and the, like we at least if I, I like, I was like, if we got 20 minutes of American gangster, it's a success. Like you said, each episode you do a little bit better at staying on topic. So we're getting there. Yeah. Just, it's just, if Punisher gets brought up, I just know it. There's no coming back. <laughs> 
But so, uh, but you were touching on with with him. That was the reason why he was so successful because he was the first person that thought about fuck the middleman. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to go to the source. Yeah, Frank. Right. I want it pure. Because even when he gets to Saigon, he tells his cousin, he's like, oh, bro, I want it. He's like, oh, I can get you about 50%, 60%. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, they already cut it. He's like, I want it before it's cut. He goes, bro, we got to go to the fucking jungle for that. You going to go to the jungle with the tigers? And he's just go looking to the at jungle. him. He's right. looking at him smiling like, let's yeah. go to the jungle. Let's go to the jungle. And the, the one jungle. thing that I like that they, they touched on a little bit in this movie is um, whenever Russell Crowe's character he leads him back to the army's planes and then bringing mm. back uh, troops. And he starts to open up the body bag of the truth. Oh, that's such a great scene. Because it's rumored that he uh, hid the keys in the bodies, yeah. in the caskets and everything. So that's what they were touching on. But yeah. he, Frank, refuses. He's like, I never did that. What are you talking about? But then his cousin is like, we definitely did that. <laughs> he put them in the, he, he did it like he said. He put it in the caskets. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't put it like in their bodies. And well, shit, that's like, what his cousin was saying. It's like they, they might have. sewed it into their intestines. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love Love that scene. Whatever gets uh, the when the the guy is just flipping out on Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, you don't have jurisdiction. You don't have yeah. my authority. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and, I don't and, need your authority. And then like he goes like he, uh, what was it? He was like uh, he gets up and. Russell Crowe gets in his face like, well, maybe if you weren't so busy with your head up your fucking ass, like it's so great, yeah. like because that's how he was getting the drugs into the into the United States is because he yeah. was paying off the army. Dude, he didn't want Vietnam. Dude, what the craziest thing is to me is like if you ask any like historical war buff, you know, everybody knows Vietnam is the one war America didn't win. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. up until whatever, but. So it's always kind of rubbed Americans the wrong way. You bring up Vietnam, you're kind of like, ah, oh, fuck that shit. I don't even yeah, like talking about it. You exactly. Know what I mean? But what people don't realize is that man was giving so much fucking money to the Viet Cong for this fucking heroin that he probably paid yeah. for the money that won the war for them. Yeah, yeah right. It, like, does America not realize that? Like, this man, just with his money alone, pushed a fucking drug dealing empire to where they won a war in a country. Right. They sent America, the greatest, strongest country, sent them back to the U.S. Yeah, because he was making like a million dollars a day. A yeah. day. A oh, day. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. Well, um, what was it? Um, I need 350 keys in the air right now. Like, he's yeah. not fucking around. <laughs> Frank, the war over. Fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> God, it's so great. Because um, even the even the dude, even the the general over there in uh, Vietnam is like, you know, this shit's gonna keep growing. It never stops. I did like that one scene from the. Uh, what the, are you gonna do when the war ends? He's like, that's my problem, ain't it? He goes, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the one that runs the poppy farms. He's like, we're gonna all be dead, but these plants will still be growing. That's that's the scene I, I I'm like talking about. Scene, yeah, 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 it's great because even he's like, hey, look, Frank, I appreciate how much money you've put in my fucking pocket. You won me a war. We're living beautiful over here, bro. Right. But you do realize, like, you, you done started some shit now. Yeah. He's like, it's not in my best interest to tell you, but right. I feel I need to say. Well, you because he knew. Stop while you're ahead. Yeah, because he knew, like, bro, nobody does this shit forever. Yeah. He goes, I'm fucking almost like he didn't say it, but it was almost like I'm fucking impressed you made it this long, bud. Yeah. You made yeah, it through sure. seven years through a war zone, shipping it through using the fucking military. Mm-hmm. You got balls, Crazy. guy. You're yeah. already in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. there's nobody. Uh, easily. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, maybe quit while you're ahead. But that was the thing about it is he told his wife, he's like, I can't quit. He's like, it's feeding too much now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then, and then even Russell Crowe says, he goes, if we really stop drugs, he goes, they're going to put a lot of people out of business. Or he goes, we're going to put a lot of people out of work. Like yeah. talking about law, law by uh, lawmakers oh, and shit yeah, like that's that. True. That's he said, true. if we ever stop the war on drugs, he goes, we're going to put half of the law enforcement out of business. I also love the fact that he ended up representing Frank at, at the trial after that they um, after they busted him and he gave him all the names and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like even the the ending scene is a really cool scene where uh, they they meet up with each other and he was like uh, he goes like I got I don't know what I'm gonna do Richie like I gotta get a job and he was like I'm not gonna let you starve you don't know where like but I'm like I'm like well what is he gonna do like what is, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking I'm like well, what's he gonna do for him like is he gonna have him work for Richie or or some shit like that like. A lot of people don't know this, but he actually got caught trafficking again. Uh, yeah, really? I, I read about after it, uh, he was released. Uh, yeah, yeah, like in, in what he served, like another like he did another ten years because yeah. he didn't have as like many people to uh, to snitch on, obviously. Uh-huh. But I guess because of all the other, you know, time served and what he had done before, they kind of gave him like a all right, motherfucker. We gave you ten, which is if funny. you fuck up again, you're never seeing daylight. And, and like, you know, it's, and know it's funny too because and then Richie Roberts ends up getting in a lot of trouble years later for like tax evasion or something like that. Yeah. I think like, and it's funny the the guy that's the straight Serpico type, and then like he ends up fucking you know like I think it I think it was like tax evasion. He was mm-hmm. cheating on his taxes. He got busted for it or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like. Really, Mr. No, but, Self-Righteous? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, like she said in the... It's a victimless uh, crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I she said it. in the courtroom, like, you think you're a good cop. Doesn't mean you can't be a shitty person. Yeah. Right. You know? You think yeah, you're going to heaven because true. you're a good cop, but mm-hmm. you're not. Like, but they, to be fair, they didn't touch on that aspect in the movie. This That's supposed to happen. That happened, like... I think they said that happened, like, 10 or 15 years after they um, put Frank Lucas away. Right. Something like that. Like... um. But I, I always thought that was kind of like a funny piece of information. That he defended him after he put him in prison? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Uh, so what would you guys rate this movie? Not recommended. <laughs> but This review's not recommended. <laughs> His face, Nick's face is like, wait, what did you say? Um, yeah, this is kind of like quintessential like gangster Crime drama, cop, yeah. crime drama movies like this is top tier like exactly this is the movie you base all your movies it's up there with scorsese shit dude. yeah I, when, when i did um king james two years ago mm-hmm. um i attributed my character and uh, uh uh oh my god uh ken anthony's character to frank and richie a little bit like i always said though but like i'm like an inexperienced like almost like wet behind the ears version of Richie in that film because like I don't have half as uh, the experience he does and I just dive right in mm-hmm. you know but I was like that's kind of the dynamic a little bit in a way and I pointed it out to him the other day and he was like oh shit you know he's like I never thought about it like that but that's true you know well I'm at it so I don't forget I don't want to forget we just had a premiere for Please Do Not Disturb right. uh, yesterday. It was awesome for We Massacre. Everybody should check out their new film. It's really fucking good. Where they? Where would we be able to like see that at? Yeah, I know um, that y'all had the premiere. I know that if you just message them directly on We Massacre, they mm-hmm. like because I know I think they're getting they're in the process of getting copies made. Okay, and 
they'll like they'll they'll get it to you. Like they're good. They've always been good about that. And like they're fucking salesmen. Like mm. like as far as like. I wouldn't be able to market like they they can, mm-hmm. like you know. And I've been doing this almost as long as they have, and I still suck at that aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, we and Greg were just talking about it earlier today that we wish we could have got to go. That I had my kids, but I wasn't able to. But uh, well, like I said, we'll, we'll the stars will align. We'll find a way to make it happen because, like, I, that would be really cool to have you guys come out. Because I was telling Nick outside, like, be really cool to do like a live episode of war with cinema or something where like you guys come out oh we massacre showing or something like that and like do like something a little bit different from mm-hmm. from you know what what normally goals know, like i said <laughs> bro do it a live show that's what we've always talked about yeah it'd be fun and one well, everybody would love to to see and like uh you know they, they like ace has, has been like a really big you know, he's pushing war with cinema and stuff like that too. Like he, cause we're all like such community minded people. It's like, no, let's, let's get all of our boys and put them all together and definitely, y- you know, push it together. Like, uh, you know, just get everybody exposure as much as possible. Right. That's why I love what you guys do so much. Not just the fact that, you know, y'all make the movies, but like I said, just the fact that, Y'all been doing this stuff by yourselves. And yeah. They, y'all have this community and y'all built these. Like, I see the same people that have worked with y'all on the day one movie. Yeah. It was just working on this one with y'all yeah. now. Like, I think that's awesome, man. Yeah, that y'all haven't it's, forgot it's, 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 we're, where we're, y'all came from. Yeah, we're being like Frank Lucas's. Yeah. You know? And you are <laughs> you are the bridge between We Massacre and War with Cinema. So it's cool uh, to, like, keep this community together. And yeah. I want to, like, bring it in closer if anything oh it's it's gonna happen yeah. there, there's no doubt about that like it's gonna happen because like we all kind of like look at it like this will be cool because it's everybody gets to be a part of it and and one way or another and we're all promoting each other between war with cinema we massacre burial those are all like uh entities that we all like heavily promote Mm-hmm. You know, and and push. I know you told me you weren't in this one. In this one, did you get your little little cameo? I yeah, did yeah, you? yeah. It's cool. It Where do you cool. say it something was, about it, an operator or something? It, it, it was um uh spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. But uh, <laughs> it just uh, came out yesterday. You I know. Can't yeah, don't do that. Oh don't shit! Do that. I guess yeah. I can't. Okay, uh, just I'll, say I'll, you can confirm you're in it. Yes. Okay. I, I am in right. it. Uh, yeah, but, but it's very different. It's not like before. Not a normal like, no, cameo. No, not at all. Like it, it's uh, the okay. You know how like after Christopher Nolan worked with Michael Caine, he literally has him in every movie now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if he's not physically in the movie, mm-hmm. he has him involved somehow right. or another. It's kind of like that. All right, see, that's cool. I like that. See, because <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna try to peek you out of there when yeah, I watch yeah. it. Yeah, oh, you'll 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 know it. You guys will know it immediately when you hear it. Like, oh, okay, I I see now. Like, yeah, definitely. Check out We Maskers other movies because you guys have been doing it for a while now. It's gonna be like shy of a decade soon. yeah like, cause definitely that's awesome like, man. like what was it like it was why, probably why around became... 2011 because i remember that's around the time that was when talks started but then we did yeah because for... you guys were asking if i wanted to be a part of it and i'm just like yeah i just was in, too insecure about because i've never acted before so i didn't yeah. think i had anything to bring to the table at the time and this right before i met my wife and i met her in 2012 so you had a yeah, little bit you had a little bit of a performance bug nick Definitely does too. Yeah, he, so. he wants to be a part of We Massacre. He's I'm trying a to get his foot for the yeah. camera. 
Make me famous, oh, Mr. Well, DeVille. You can make him a bouncer. Oh, you see, can make now, him. Now, now, now I know right there you said make me famous. Like you just like that's a shoe in right there because you just quoted Young Guns 2. One of the greatest, most underrated Western sequels ever, which I don't even like the first one. That it's also much, uh, like the second one's great, but it's also Boondock Saints too. One oh, of the worst sequels right. ever made. That's <laughs> <laughs> when he's playing uh, Russian roulette with the old man, yeah, Billy Connolly, and he's like, "Make me fit," but he's yelling at his Sicilia, which makes it way doper. But like, it's the only cool part of that movie I remember. <laughs> he keeps yelling it at him, "Make me famous," and he's not doing it, and he loses. But, another, yeah. another, that's awesome. Another side note: After the show, we should all get something to eat. Yeah, you want to like go? You're out talking somewhere? to two fat guys, bro. I don't think of that's course. a big stretch. Like, exactly. I that know. Could definitely. Happen. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, bro. We never have any problems eating around here. What's the? Uh, I know We Masker has uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Do you guys have a Instagram a, a, like website? We, no, even y'all's <laughs> even go. y'all's logo is hard as shit, bro. I, know, I, love, I love that, it. dude. I love, and like in the new one that we just did, the new I, I where it's like sawing the, the words in yes. half. I fucking love that, I, dude. I love that too. Like I, I love the new. We one. need like, shirts like that. We need to get the, those shirts too. Is what I'm saying. Like, we're, I want we're one of those. going to because like we're thinking once we get you guys shirts, you like you get like we get more war with cinema stuff. We'll just like be like that big community where we're just oh, I'll any, fucking definitely trade you a war for Sen- war with cinema shirt for yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, we'll I'll, definitely do that. Uh, yeah, like God, I was going to say I'll give you one of mine. I'm like, "Oh fuck, I'm like smaller now." So. <laughs> Even at your biggest, dog, you yeah. weren't fit. We weren't fitting into the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's true. sweet that you thought that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "I'm my heaviest. I think I was like 200 and we're like, "Gets cute." <laughs> yeah, but right away, that's his fucking I, I elementary think I, school. I got to stop this diet I'm doing. I need to uh, like I I'm, I feel like I actually feel bad. Like I want to be fat again. <laughs> you just want to You look great, again. bro. Like I told you earlier. <laughs> yeah. You look great, man. Keep it up. Dude. It's so funny, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Like, like, like. It's so funny though. Like, everybody that knows me knows my fucking like obsession with cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheese has got to be on everything. Everybody loves cheese. I mean, I went over to one day to hang out with you and your girlfriend at the time, and all you could talk about was fried cheese. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it really is the best. Though I was Greg. like, what dude. the fuck is fried cheese? And you guys proceeded to show me what fried cheese was, and I was like, oh my god, I feel like I was born. A born again cheese fan. Yeah, ex- right. <laughs> I thought you like cheese. I thought I like cheese. And that that happened to me like six months prior. The same thing. I yeah. had no. It was like fried cheese. Whatever. I'm like, I used to put it in the microwave all the time, like just a block of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone's done this but never talked about it. No. We've all put like cheese on a plate in a microwave and then peeled Tom, it off. <laughs> that shit that Tom Green had had done and and Freddie got fingered. Yeah, we were oh, yeah, doing yeah. that shit. Yeah. Got to we have doing, my cheese. And, and we were and we were doing that before that movie came out. I know I was like cuz I remember it was like 95 96 like I'm like I'm just going to put a block of cheddar in the microwave. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and it was so good. I would just take a fork and eat it. I still make nachos like that to this day, bro. Dude. Oh, so good. A little butter. Mm. Mm. I will will fuck that shit up. Uh, I guess you are hungry. But when you you said, what do we feel about it? And he said, it's the upper echelon. Yeah. Like, in my mind, as far as, like, if we're talking about straight gangster opuses, like, Godfather, Goodfellas, Casino. In my, yeah, stuff like that. Well, I'm I'm talking about more, like, organized crime. Oh, okay. Well, because American Gangster is a little bit of both. Yeah, it it is. It is. It is. That's why I thought it was so interesting of a pick, because he is... 
Nick is more of the gangster and you're more of like the straight shooter cop and it's yeah. like the yeah. two worlds that's collide. Why I thought, this is probably why I also the also thought it would be a cool episode to do was to right. do that cuz it's like it's, it's split right down the middle. I'd say the only other crime drama that really fits into the mold of this one to me as much is uh, Untouchables. Oh, yes. Like I think Untouchables in this movie are like very similar in that yeah, aspect. For sure. Um Yeah, cuz cuz Richie's almost like an Elliot Ness type Exactly. And know. uh but that's what I think of, like in my mind, like to me, the last big gangster movie that went off before this one was was Casino. Yeah, in my head, like if we're talking about who did it, the 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 scale oh, of yeah. it, the the, the the impact that was before Scarface, Scarface so was uh, I think ninety. I think Scarface is overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarface. It's a it, great it's, movie, no, but like, I agree, it is overrated. But I love that movie. Like, it is so it's, good. It's, 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 it's so long of, it's, too. It's one of those movies I love. Like when he goes, when he kills Robert Loja's character, and he was like, "I'm not gonna shoot you, you piece of shit." Mano, shoot this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mano, shoot this piece. I of just watch. I mean, it's it's a good movie, but the hype that it reaches well, the elevation of it, it is like it's not to, it goes back to something that we were talking about before how like fandom can ruin things yeah and i think the that same is true thing if can, i see another fucking leather scarface, scarface jacket i'm gonna yeah. fucking puke it's, it's the same thing because remember that it almost happened with the dark knight to yeah. a certain extent because like you had all those cheese fucking ball people saying, yeah i really relate with the joker i just feel like I'm the, yeah no shut up you fucking hot topic kid <laughs> Go put away your trip. Pants. I get that, and I'm so <laughs> glad the fandom has kind of died off on that yeah, because now here. the people that really appreciate the film for the masterpiece that it is, exactly, we can celebrate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It happened it's, with the crow at the time too. Oh my God. Like, like we were just talking about. We were just talking about. It's so weird, bro. Because and it's that, that's cr- it's, it's like, like you were with us. And you already were there. Great dude. minds think alike. <laughs> like, well, because. Uh, I think we I think we actually did mention this on the first episode I was on, but it was like literally Eric Draven was the Joker for that time period. Right, like I'll right. never forget 90s like Edge. Growing, dude, oh my god. Yeah. You get Edge Lord Central. Like you go to the castle, right. you see like three or four fucking Eric Dravens. Because <laughs> yeah, he was telling me Jason Momoa is gonna be playing the new well, he Draven. Was in, he it was, in was talks, going yeah. to happen, yeah. Like, like the guy that uh, it, now it's he like backed out through. and yeah. then now he's got too much shit. Oh, going well then now on. I don't care. <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's even Jason Momoa said he goes. What, it's, what's wrong? You did Bradley Cooper. <laughs> he's like it's kind of cursed, man. He's like I've tried three different times to get this movie made with this I, guy. You and know what? We though? just can't get it done. I'm kind of happy though because the first one's so good. I'm like, good. you're never gonna touch it. Like, yeah, no way. It's man. iconic. Like, it's, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I like it for nostalgic reasons, but. I, I honestly feel like it's you could tell it suffers because he didn't get to finish it. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, like, I just feel like part of that third act is always going to feel like something's missing because it there is. Oh, yeah. You for know sure, what I mean? Like, sure, he's like literally like uh, digitally. Um, they got him running away film, and shit, which and, is nuts, though. When you think about the time. time that yeah. Yeah. Out, yeah. Like, That's wow. Cutting edge they shit actually. That blows my mind. I need like, to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in so it's long. It's so good, man. Right. Like I, I, I love it. So like the soundtrack, everything. Like he was an underrated actor too. Oh, Brand, like I was, I was just talking to my buddy Eric about this because we were talking about Mortal Kombat, and I was like, if Brandon Lee would have lived, he should have been Johnny Cage. Fuck yeah, he would have been Fuck so. Yeah. 
perfect for that role. Yeah, he really sure. would have. Fuck that guy that they got. Like, like, you know, it's like he's one of the few people. That plays like a lawyer now or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I think he is. Like he was in Wyatt Earp. Also, he played he played Morg and Wyatt Earp. I'm like, dude, you ain't touching Bill Paxton, man. Like, you know. Although them promoting. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat 2 having Johnny Cage it got me fucking hyped as shit. I did. Oh, that movie yeah, I ain't gonna lie. sucked so bad. That Fuck I... you. <laughs> Dude, I think we can all agree, though, it was the best Mortal Kombat movie ever here's, made. Well, <laughs> my, that's debatable. No, no, no. Here's the thing, though. My it looked Eric good, at least. Ruined me. Here's why. He Please don't me ruin the, this movie for me. No, no, just listen. He showed me this movie, Ungbok. Like this, this martial arts. Oh, I got the trilogy in yes, my living yes. room. Oh, Bob goes hard. Saw, I saw that the second one out of the trilogy, and I'm like, dude, this is what the fucking fight sequences should have looked yeah. like in Mortal Kombat. And I was so mad, like, at, like, because he took, like, we went and we left Mortal Kombat, and like, we went and we watched that, and I was like, dude. You know, this is what this this is what the fight sequences should have looked like. I guess, but I grew up on Mortal Kombat. Did you grow up on Mortal Kombat? <laughs> to a degree, yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, you don't no. sound like a hardcore Mortal Kombat fan. I love yeah. the games more I, than the movies. I grew up being honest. I grew I, up on know, them hardcore. So just, I understand Mortal Kombat, the new one, is not a great film. Yeah. But it harpens to my nostalgia so hard. They knew yeah. how to like crack into that nostalgia. See, that's that's kind of like we were with me, though, Godzilla like, vs. Kong, though. Th- but yeah. th- this is a shocker to me, though. I would have not ever in a million years like i get with mortal kombat but as the movie i would have never thought you would have been such a staunch defender of the new movie i i am but i'm the kind of like i'm on the bench you're like i hate it like if someone's like i really hated it as a movie and it's like i get that i get it though because you this is your war zone Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways because remember a lot of years when war zone came out i was defending the shit out of it everybody (laughs) shit on it yeah i'm like no fuck that fuck you like war zone is amazing yeah it's the same thing right yeah, and so and, and the it. thing is, is like people need to learn to appreciate things for themselves. Like I don't need to convert you into a Mortal Kombat exactly. lover for me to enjoy it. Exactly. I have that bitch on Steelbook, and I will have a good time every night. Yeah, no, exactly. but they need to convert enough people to make another one. <laughs> nah, I mean I ain't gonna lie. The first Mortal Kombat, uh, the guy that plays Liu Kang. Yeah. He was like my favorite uh, Asian Luke actor King. during those days. But and he, he was he's in Luke Beverly King. Hills Ninja. I yes, love that Beverly fucking Hills movie. Ninja's amazing. And like, but that's when like the best worst movies ever. Yeah, made. I get that. Yeah. But like when I saw that that was the guy playing Luke Hang, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I'm gonna go watch it for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right. That is the one gripe I have about the movie is they should have taken the main character and just made him Luke Hang. Like, why did you fumble this? Yeah. It's yeah, so that easy. was kind of dumb as shit. That was like that's like the dumb. biggest regret. That the movie. Was so I, I probably would have liked it better if yeah. they wouldn't have done that. I like, hate this whole like, and I hated his stupid fucking powers. The the reason I hate his the, wood, the, the, the wood main sticks. characters. What what sticks? Didn't he have the sticks grow out of? His oh yeah, arms? yeah yeah yeah. Well the thing is is he absorbs power and then he releases it back onto you. Right. That would never work in the games. Like nah. you'd probably die before you got a you chance definitely to use die. it. Yeah. So raid is gonna end your shit. Right. And that's the thing I hated about is like. You couldn't use his powers in the actual like video game, so it was kind of like. Mm. I'm not gonna. I'm you gonna. Know, I'm gonna be honest. If they would have just stuck 
to fucking Sub-Zero, Scorpion, like that storyline. Yeah. Two houses of ninjas that fucking hated each other yes. and used the elements and all that. If you could have made the whole movie about them too. Oh, yeah. Take my fucking money eight days that, a week. That was actually my favorite part. Oh, yeah. That that, them having a fucking blood feud that's yeah. thousands of years old and shit. Like, that, that was awesome. That end scene of them two going at it. He was, comes back oh from God. fucking hell yeah. to fight this dude, bro. Yes. Like, that's hard. It's, like I said, you give me an hour and a half of that, take my money. Right there. Yeah. That's, that is hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Like you I believe that. that shit. Like that look on his face. Like motherfucker, is this real? I get to really. Do, I get to do this. Right. I, I think, don't know. I bro. think. I think this episode was a success. You know why? Because we did talk about American Gangster. A we lot. did. We gave our rating, and then we do what we make do, or me and Nick do. Change your names, God damn it! Your <laughs> names are too fucking similar. I'm calling you Michael. You never no! call. <laughs> It's you know, funny. We do that. We've done this podcast for two years. He calls me Par. Like whenever he has right, like Par's pick. Yeah. Every he'll say, "Hey, Par the collector" or whatever. But whenever we're talking in person, he never calls me Par. And I get it because like yeah, he I'm knows not me call as you Par. He, he knows me as Dick. But like it's like he refuses to give in to the moniker. Like I'll support you being part of the collector publicly, but yeah. like between me and you, you're Nick, motherfucker. Like that's just what it is. Like. I've noticed that over the years, like he he will never call me Par. Like yeah, very right. rarely have I ever heard him say Par. Yeah, like, I only hear it when he he introduces. Like that's that's really it. Par the like, collector. Yeah, because yeah. it's his like it's his like it's you said his his moniker. It's your handle. Yeah. but you're Nick. It's my stage name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't. The call only me, reason you don't I call came, me Ringo. <laughs> the only reason I came up on a little behind the scene, uh, Greg, the local metalhead, yeah. is because he wanted to be like before we even started the podcast. He's like, I just want to be called part of the collector, and I'm like, oh, so I'm gonna come on the podcast. Hi, welcome to War with Cinema. I'm Greg. Here's part of the collector. <laughs> Such a made up name. That's not even his real name. He's not even Greg. Like. Now I know the inside of yeah. how that all, the inner workings of that. Now that's well, awesome. I'm like, if you're gonna have some stupid part of the collector, I gotta have something like. He also got pissed because I came up with way more nicknames for him than, <laughs> yeah, than really he does. came up for himself. I wanted him to call himself GD Beast, <laughs> like always, all this other laugh stuff. With Greg though, because like the one thing that always makes me laugh, it's like if there's something you really like, like if he really likes it. I love your defensiveness sometimes because you'll be like, fuck you, don't say that shit about that. <laughs> like, it's a great movie. <laughs> he does, he'll get it. Like, and I do it on purpose. <laughs> like today we were looking through. You get through. like borderline Napoleon Dynamite like when you do that. Damn it. Frick off, off. man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck out. Yeah, well, we saw Pan's Labyrinth in the wild today and I was like, look at this shitty movie. You should buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Shut your mouth. It's a great movie. You should own it. Like, that's great, though, because I give him so much. And I, I I really want you to. You know what? I want you to look at the Snapchat right now, bro. Oh, because okay. that's I how right I got to see your reaction. All right, all right. So we're doing it live. You got to you got to show it to Snapchat. Greg, too, because he's going to love it. Greg's going to love it, too. All right. Here we go. It's the first time. It's only like 10 seconds. And so like, yeah. you have to edit it or mute it a, or whatever. A week and a half that I've looked at Snapchat. All right, we're. Oh no, that's not right. No, wrong. okay, here we go. God, I suck. Who's the weekend? I've heard of him. <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. You looking at your phone. What's 
fuck. What was it? He was trapped. He was trapped. That song came out of my sister. I said, oh my God, bro. Fucking, I got to fuck with Mick. He's going to love this. That's great. I said, dude, it's your favorite song, bro. I mean, Headstrong does go hard as fuck. Dude, tell me about it, bro. Like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? Like, shoot me in the fucking face. <laughs> that's that game. <laughs> I, I'll never forget, like, when that song came out, how much I fucking despised it. Like, yeah. And, and just like that riff. Uh, it just sounds so... I want, I have so the video was hardcore, bro. They're doing they're on a skate ramp. It's like teenagers, and they're mad about life, dude. I got it, dude. Like the message hit me at home. Bro. <laughs> Eighth grade anger—that's what I call that, that song. Um, yeah, Flaws whole CD like hit me. Remember the the flaw stories? Like, oh my like, god! Remember, like I told you about that one guy where he's like, "Man, I love flaw. Flaws awesome." <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was about to have an orgasm. <laughs> Just so good, you know. Yeah, so good, man. And the, the the other guy's like, man, flaw flaw is hard as I get, man. Like, I don't get any harder than flaw. <laughs> you remember that one time? It was me, you, and some other guy that we don't talk to anymore. Yeah, we put guy. in uh, we put in my letter. Yeah. And we all just started singing it, yeah. crying, having a man moment. <laughs> Stop! Censor that. I don't want anybody to know that. <laughs> Make like soft ass shit too. Yeah. I do. I'm very low key about it. Why do you think I want to sing on the new record so much? Uh, fucking goddamn it. Greg is literally the biggest Nickelback fan I know. Shut other the fuck up. I mean, I mean, the production on Nickelback goes hard as fuck. Right? I mean, if you listen to some hundred other... million albums sold, my guy. Yeah, there's a hundred million lie. idiots in this fucking world. <laughs> numbers don't lie, Greg. Like good music. Well, yeah, well they, they do lie. It's just they don't tell you that they love Nickelback. That's, That's the thing. Everyone <laughs> loves Nickelback. No one likes to admit Never it. Never made it as a wise man. You know oh, how that song God. goes, though, don't you? <laughs> hey, you know what? I do. I that that song "Never Again" goes pretty fucking hard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, that's one song on. I that feel like really people like. feel about Nickelback like Never they do again. about like Kanye West. Like they'll be like, I fucking hate Kanye, but they'll be in the car and they'll be like. Dude, I'm going to tell you this right now. I would Can't rather listen it. to Nickelback than Three Doors Down. I will say that. I yeah. fucking despise one- I don't get it because they're both great bands, bro. Like, <laughs> I really don't we understand it, where Nick. the hate you comes from. bad taste in music. You say it's bad, but all these guys are loved by millions of people. Like, So I can't be oh, wrong. I hate it. It's, it's just it's that quintessential generic rock music. Butt like, rock. Like, yeah, butt rock. All day long, it's butt rock. And I'm a Loser. <laughs> but the one uh the one Nickelback album, I don't know the name of it, the one with the car on it. Oh yeah, is that the one where they have Dime Solo I on one of the songs? But anyway, the production on that album is amazing. Oh, they got great like the production. production is fucking fantastic. Another multi platinum album they have. They have so many, I get why you're confused. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Pretty sure they're in the Canadian Hall of Fame. Probably, you know, probably. Gonna be in the American before it's done and over with. Chad, and Chad Kroger. Kroger. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get that right. Did you ever watch the uh, <laughs> They had the uh they had the clips from uh, uh um Oh fuck what the that one Canadian show I told you to watch. I can't think of it. Oh, Letter, Letter Kenny. Kitty, yeah. Yeah, there was this one guy like, What's your favorite band? He's like, Nickelback. <laughs> About to unleash the beast. He's like, from- fuck you, so-and-so's a nice guy. The lead singer, I don't know his Jack name. Jack Kroger, yeah. yeah. He's like, it's a nice guy. Leave him alone. 
looks like that dude with the Britney Spears like like. Oh thing. yeah, He's yeah. Leave, leave her alone. I mean, leave Britney alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm proud true. of her. I'm glad she got her. her that's thing. true. That's I'm sorry, true. man. I've heard of a lot of shitty contracts over the years, but how do you how do you have somebody else have the rights to your uterus? Like, how how's that Whoa, work? That's bro? not what? a contract. That's somebody taking like the the the. She said the that con- like if she had another yeah, child. Say, if there's any appropriate time to say taking liberties, that would be the time. They said if she had another child and didn't get the okay from management and mm. the label, it's she her, would get fucking sued by her own people. It was her father that had control over her, but he actually dropped control over her, so she's she's free. Britney's free. I'll tell you, man, I know we're on the radio and everything, but like... Uh, I am a huge Britney Spears fan. There's no talk hey, about that, remember, dude. Like, I would just be this. like... I'm a yeah. big Avril Lavigne fan. Yeah, like, exactly. The you love their first album. So. You talk yeah, about yeah. butt rock, bro. <laughs> like, what? Skater boy. Hey, that's my that's least favorite song. what he was listening to that, on, the fra- on the way over here. He's such a liar. No, I, I was listening to that album, but not that song. <laughs> She always seemed like the most poser rock chick ever, she dude. Is, like, she even is, to this she's day. So, like, I don't know, but she's probably like 35 somewhere, like my, pissed she's off. Like, she's like well, a, she does like straight pop now. Like, she doesn't even do the. Like, yeah, at least she stopped she's pretending. Like, she's, like a poppier, <laughs> she's like a poppier Alanis Morissette. And Alanis Morissette's pretty poppy, but like, I she's love even Alanis poppy. Morissette. You know, like. I mean, there's a lot of fake. Shout out, out to God herself, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> you know, like, we, like, it's so funny because we're all, like, we can all be like purist in one way but we have that one that one it's like wait a minute i don't get it so you get pissed off about this but then you like avril lavigne like i don't know man it's just something about it i mean everybody's got that one everybody's got that one dude yeah yeah Yeah. like those first two albums like you'll die on that hill like bro i don't care i know they're terrible whatever i like them like it is what it is and i would totally bone her i would be on bone patrol all day long well you heard it here avril lavigne if you ever want to Get some from Mick Sawyer. He is down. We heard, you, so... we heard you dated the guy from Good Charlotte for a while. If you want a better musician, we got a guy for you. Like This guy's songs are way better. <laughs> Thank you guys for putting me out there. Like, live tender profile. <laughs> hey, just for, but it's exclusive, though. It's just for If somehow you do get to hit that, bro, we're going down as legends as the greatest oh, wingman of all time, bro. I know, right? Yeah, I will take credit absolutely. for that shit no, eight days you're a week. Damn right. I if 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 I got laid by Avril Lavigne, and should, if it was because of you guys, but yeah, it was it was Greg and Nick from War with Cinema. We should she's have, like getting like, dressed. She's like, you know, I wasn't gonna fuck you, but I heard that podcast kind of pulled me over. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't think calling her a poser is really the way to get in her pants, though. Oh, I, I, call, so. I called her I, a poser. Yeah, though, I, I yeah. didn't say that. He's he's <laughs> nothing but love. I shit on I her. I think you're yeah. awesome. <laughs> We should have Avril Lavigne on the podcast. See what her favorite movie is. I'm sure she can get the day off. Do you know how embarrassed I would be? It's like, dude, she's gonna hear this episode prior, and she's gonna know that, like, she's gonna think I'm just some like crazy guy that's just like, oh, he's just got a heart on the entire time. He just wants to fuck me. I'm just gonna be like. <laughs> you're getting you're getting ready to fuck her and the fucking video somebody sends it to her is that the guy that you're gonna fuck because uh no! this is what he said and it's just that clip of us talking Edit shit about this her out. <laughs> i ain't <edited> shit <laughs> I, 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 I didn't say that shit i ain't cutting shit <laughs> i ain't cutting shit that's what he said you know what we, so many of our favorite comedians talk about celebrities they want to fuck i don't care yeah like it's true d- doesn't like bill burr go off or, or i don't know if it's bill burr just because they do it doesn't make it right for you to do it it's okay for me to do it <laughs> it makes you normal right yeah. to talk about 
terrible things you do to famous people. Right. But good, terrible things. Yeah, good, no, terrible yeah, things. I want to take her out to a nice dinner and show her and a good then time. do some terrible things to her later on in the bedroom. Yes. So. Cutting all of this. But, <laughs> completely consensual, though. Right, yeah. You know, I'm, All of it is consensual. You know, me too and all that. I, like, I would love to just take Emma Stone out for a nice dinner and have a nice conversation. Yo, Jim Carrey will always be in the Hall of Fame of the creepiest fucking uh, yeah, affection you're, video you're ever. Wrong, yeah. If I was oh. 20 years younger... I would try to make a life for you, for me. And I was like, God damn, Jim, this is the best acting you've ever done. I'm Whoa. thinking I'm thinking he's in on the joke you've never the whole seen time. This? No. Oh my God. This? You want to see some unsettling shit, my man. Look up Jim Carrey oh, talking about Emma Stone. Yeah. 100%. He tried to spin it as like a joke, but nobody believed him. Because he was dead ass about it. He that was shit. dead serious. That shit accidentally got leaked on a dr- drunken bender. Oh man, he! Oh god, that's terrible. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It was pretty crazy. I didn't even know about that. Like nobody said shit to me. But I mean, I'm pretty sure it was on like a top ten list of creepiest shit celebrities have ever. Yeah, he was number one. Yeah, (laughs) he was up there. Go figure. Well, that was American Gangster. So uh, next week, what are we doing, Nick? Uh, we're doing uh, Cloverfield 10, 10 Lane. Good lane. job. 10 Cloverfield it? Lane. Boom. <laughs> I knew it was all three of those in some yeah, order. So, are we going to get food after this? We should all get food. Together. No, we're not getting any food. You have to starve. <laughs> <laughs> later, guys. See you. See you later.